Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stacey, I want you to know that I will sit with you on this stage until everyone in this audience gets bored and tired and leaves one by one. Or you can get up. You can start again. And I'll be waiting for you right off stage after you take your bow. Either way, no two things. You cannot disappoint me. And I ain't going nowhere. You're gonna forget a lot about these years. But look at your mother right now. And remember this. Don't you ever forget how incredible that woman is. from Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome back to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and have a good cry. everybody and welcome back to this episode of This Is Us 2. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake and I think, oh man, you know what? What? I don't ever want my kid to do ballet. Oh. I just I just don't want it. Okay. It's just too toxic for me. <laughs> okay. All because of Beth. All because of Beth and Gorn Vij- Vizhnik and, and the whole thing. I'm just done. He makes a very believable ballet teacher, he doesn't he? He absolutely does. Oh my god. Oh, goodness. just that just that smugness. That giant smugness. Like He nailed it. He, what a I wasn't even a fan of his on ER. I was out on him on ER. Okay. I'm more out on him on This Is Us now. I can appreciate Gordon that. Gordon Vishnick. You thought you were better than George. He was brought in to be the new George Clooney. You can't you can't replace George Clooney. Can't. But it's George Clooney. I'll tell you what. Um uh, my history teacher in high school looked like Richard Gere. Talk oh. about like another heartthrob from the 90s, oh, right? yes. Like straight up, people thought he was Richard Gere. Um, if I showed you his picture in my yearbook, you'd be like, I can see that. I mean, he had like the, the facial kind of frame. Show you. Show you. Uh, one might even argue a bit more. Well, did he have the salt and pepper He had too? the salt and pepper. Oh. Um, and I, I almost want to say he had like a more handsome face. You know how Richard Gere's got a little like gnarliness, like in the center of his face. Don't you dare besmirch Just the a good little name gnarliness. of, of Richard Gere. But do you know Richard what I mean? Gere. Some like texture, maybe some like bulbousness going on to the well, end of I, the, his the, nose. Oh, the elder, the elder Richard Gere. Sure. <laughs> okay. But yes. if, if we're talking officer anyway. and a gentleman, pretty woman. Richard Gere, that, that you're, you're anyway. just that is that is heresy. Richard Gere just isn't my guy, but nonetheless, like. This teacher was the heartthrob of like all the moms. 
and all of the older students, all Angela, the alumni. Angela on Facebook just asked if that was my sexy voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And because I personally wasn't a Richard Gere fan, I didn't drool over this guy. Sure. But he was one of my favorite teachers of all time. He was my American history teacher, which I'm pretty sure was like the history class that I did the worst in. No wonder why you married me. And uh, you don't look like Richard Gere. You're lucky. (laughs) But it was the class that I did the worst in because I just didn't see the need to memorize all the president's first names. Mm -hmm. And so I would just name them all Bob. Or George. Or George. (laughs) (laughs) Or Bill. (laughs) William. Because at the time it was Bill Clinton. Yeah. yeah. No. Was it at that time? Yeah. I don't even remember. So long ago. Back back in back high school. 30 years ago. High school? For you? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, our... Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. Your, junior, uh, your sophomore so year anyway, would, have been, would have been the This guy was a great teacher, election. though, because rather than be like, Mary, year. what are you doing? Or be mean. He just kind of would roll with it. And yeah. when I would forget the names of places and I would just say, oh, yeah, it was this battle. But it was really because like these people took these ships and this is the impact. That it, I mean, he would give me like half points because mm. I understood the like moral of what you're supposed to get out of it. I can tell you, yeah, we shouldn't do that because back in history, yeah, X, Y, Z happened. So anyway, this guy was a great teacher. And I saw him when I was in college. And at that point I was 21 because I was at like the local pub getting some wings and some beers. And wings it was, and it was 10 cent wing night, oh. 10 cent wings. They don't have that no more. No. Now it's 50 cent wings. Like, are you kidding me? So me being the poor college student, I could go in there with like a $5 bill, get a couple of cheap beers and 10 wings. Yeah. I'd have to find some change for a tip though. <laughs> <laughs> Just look on the sticky floor. There you go. But I'm sitting there eating my 10 cent wings, mm-hmm. having my cheap beer and in comes Richard Gere, my teacher, not real Richard Gere, faux Richard Gere. And he looks the same. Yeah. He must be dipped in formaldehyde. He sits at the bar. He's like chatting with a friend. And I went up to him and I said, oh, my God, Richard Gere teacher. <laughs> it's me. And he remembered me. Oh, wow. And um, I told him that he was one of my favorite teachers, that there were two clear teachers in my mind that stood out to me and or three, three clear, clear teachers that uh-huh. impacted me in a positive way. Some of them negative. And I said, and you are one of the people that inspired me. And I'm actually at school right now to be a teacher myself. Oh. And it was just so cool to be able to meet with someone who made such a big impact on me. And to be able to tell them that they changed my life for the better. Hmm. Interesting. Whereas at a different bar on a different night, I actually saw the kid that used to make fun of me on the bus. And just like Beth Randall... I decided in my elder years, now's a great time to unload this completely unnecessary baggage. And I told that man, you used to make fun of me on the bus. You made my ninth grade a living nightmare. And he didn't remember any of it. And I said, of course you don't. Please, no. That's the type of person you are. He was like, Mary, I was 15. No. (laughs) What's going on? I was was 15. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I was like, just know that you are a terrible bully. <laughs> so I made just as big, in, just as big as impact as Beth did, oh, telling man. her teacher. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> right. you're welcome. That's the end of my story. You keep just like looking at me like I need to keep going, and that's all no, I've got. No, no, I'm just I'm I'm letting you I'm letting you roll. I'm done. I'm letting you roll. You're obviously not in the Google Doc. 
you're clearly not in the Google. <laughs> because don't worry about it, ladies and gents. Want to let you know that you can find us all on social media. Uh, Mary and Blake, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, even TikTok. Because God forbid. I get on TikTok. I'm out on TikTok. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, you can. uh, I do suck at TikTok. You can also uh, email us at maryandblakemedia at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to go to the Mary and Blake Facebook group, a very special place for all you nerds, Uh, a free, fun resource just for you guys to go hang, talk about this show and the other shows that we do, but also just like the stuff that you love, the shows that you love, and, and just find a good community to nerd out with because that's what we're all about here. We're all about making sure that you guys have a fun, clear, awesome space to, to nerd out and have a good time. So that's that. Mary and Blake Facebook group, of course, on Facebook. You ready to get into the rest of this episode, Marvin? On Facebook. <laughs> Russia don't have no more. Oh, no. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Will they get it back? What? Will Russia get Facebook back? Oh, see, that's a great question, Mary. And then what happens when they go on and they're like, oh. Oh, wait, we we can't do it. That's weird. Like. (laughs) What even shows up? 404 is it page? just Mark Zuckerberg going like this? It's 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 the sound effect from Jurassic Park. Welcome <laughs> to Jurassic Park. Mark Zuckerberg. Ah ah ah! You didn't say the magic word. <laughs> and it's actually just the peace sign. Ah ah ah! You didn't say the magic word. <laughs> if I was really good at graphic design and memes and stuff, that's what I'd be making right now. Uh-uh-uh. Oh man! And I love that. Could say this on this show because this show is aimed at a generation that has watched Jurassic Park at least oh, twenty five times, yeah, and they get they get it. So all I need to do is ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, and you know, <laughs> you know I don't even know the rest. You, you you know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, Newman. <laughs> okay, Blake. Let's right. not say Facebook again. Uh, Zuckerberg's gonna be out on us real soon. Okay, here we go. Uh, the title of this episode was oh man my camera is little island girl part two sorry my camera is way off hold on one second here i don't know why my camera is that off there we go someone's messing with my stuff um uh, little island girl our little island girl part two booby trap oh it's because our daughter moved my camera that's the reason why keep talking these people are on an audio podcast the uh director was kevin hooks who has directed a hell of a week part uh, one and two, as well as R and B, and the great bottleneck episode of The Waiting Room. So that is that. And the writers were Ebony Freeman and Susan Kalecki Watson, who, by the way, stars as Beth. So Beth had a, had a writing hand in this episode, Mary. Uh, Ebony uh, Freeman has written uh, the episode Birth Mother and also Light and Shadows. She has served, a, uh, she has gone up the, the writing ladder of This Is Us from like staff assistant to story editor to uh, right now she currently holds the executive story editor uh, role on the This Is Us writing staff. Now, it does sound very snazzy and fun and, and, and extra, but I promise you being an executive um, story editor is 
not very snazzy and fun and glorious. It's you're basically still just a story editor. You're just like a mid-range writer. You've come up through the ranks. You have like two to three years worth of experience of writing. This is the step that you take before you get like your first legitimate credits as a writer unto itself before like you come you become a producer or a co-producer uh of those things so you know you're you kind of starting to become a somebody but you ain't a somebody yet you're still a nobody and uh this is actually susan's first writing credit uh of her career uh so the first episode she's ever written of anything ever is the beth episode for this is us which i think is pretty special Marvin, I would love to get your thoughts on the idea that the cast is starting to play more of a creative role in telling their stories. And, and like Chris Sullivan was was a director of the last episode. Susan Kalecki Watson is the writer of this episode. Milo Ventimiglia has directed a couple of episodes of This Is Us. What do you think about that? If not now, when? You know, you got some sway. So if you wanted to try something out, you're kind of a, a BFD. Yeah, sure. Right. Why not ask for it? The worst they could say is no. You know, it'd be so sad is if like Mandy Moore asked something. I mean, let's be real. She gets to sing and all that. That's it. true. So yeah. that's fine. She's Rapunzel. She can do what she, she wants. She actually doesn't want to do anymore. What? Because she, ha- she has to do so many ages. She doesn't want another J-O-B. That's true. Good point. It's someone who's in like the other three or is dead. They're yep. fine. They've oh, got yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Miggy directed an episode. they got time to kill. Yeah. <laughs> I got three freaking, di- four different characters to play in this show. <laughs> yeah. All of you Mandy Moore is all done. <laughs> no, so I think it's great. And as I said, like the other really neat thing about it is they do just get to try it out without probably having to be paid anymore. They say like, hey, can I try this? They already know everybody else. So even if Toby or... Um, Milo did a really bad job directing. Mm-hmm. It was like they were with their friend who's like, um, you know what we usually do? <laughs> Can I make a suggestion? You know, you know, when you're teaching a kid how to do something, but you're yeah. like guiding their hand the yeah. entire way and you say, good job. That was a choice. I'm going to give you all the credit for this episode. <laughs> And we're never going to do it again. <laughs> you know what we're going to do with that episode? We're just going to take, put it in a box. Or and they we're do a really good later. job and they succeed. And now if they want to take a break from acting, mm-hmm. they can try it again. But I do think that it's pretty neat for them to just get to try. Sure. Sure. Trying is good. Surrounded by people who've done this job. So speaking of trying, Mary, <laughs> speaking of trying, let's talk about um, your lemonade ratings. Oh. Okay. What, what do you got for your lemonade ratings for Susan Kalecki Watson's first episode of any movie, television show, anything that she has ever written for Hollywood, like gotten actual credit for? What are you giving for her lemonade rating? Giving it a 4.3. <gasps> oh, that's a little low for you. It is. That's a little low. Um, do you want to expand on that a little bit or do you want to just wait till your GBG? I'll wait. Okay, I'm going to give this one 3.99. Which is also low for you. Uh, no, for, no. When have you given anything below four this season? Uh, I haven't yet. See? Yeah, but just in, you made my uh, point. In, in, in the macro sense of everything. We don't do macro when it comes to This Is Us. No, no but it, even in terms of the macro This Is Us picture, um, 3.99 I think is average. Hey, good job for a first try. Yeah, like it's... 
it's good. And you know, the thing is, is I don't think necessarily it's entirely her fault. Um, I think it's more of a mechanic of the way the show is operating, but we'll get there in a minute. We'll okay. get there in a minute. All right. What do you got for your, um, your GBG? You're good and you're bad and you're great. All right. My good is Sophie. Just loving the the young Sophie time with oh, Kate okay. and right. yep, yep. Kevin dynamic of it all. Um, I just really enjoyed her learning about this and mm-hmm. seeing how it went down between Kate and Kevin. Just I love those Kate and Kevin moments where no matter what they have each other's back. Mm-hmm. Usually, adult Kate didn't, but it's just I don't know. I I liked the Sophie and Kate and Kevin scene. I just sure. enjoyed it a lot. I like that Kevin told her. Not right away, but still told her. Yeah, but still, you know, had had enough guts to tell her and yeah. and, and did what he did and and he knew that it was probably going to end end all things yeah. and still did it regardless. Okay, you're bad. My bad, and this is just my personal bad. And I think it's why I gave this episode such a low rating. I couldn't connect to the dance story, and it's not <sighs> just yeah. because I'm not a dancer, but like you grew up your entire life playing baseball until you got hurt. Yes, so you had something that meant that much to you that yes. you worked out for the entire year. You gave everything to you always dreamed that you were going to be playing and you just had this life goal and something else threw you askew. Mm-hmm. So even though you're not a dancer, you understand what that's like to have this childhood dream that you dedicate your life to mm-hmm. and then it's taken out of your hands. I I was not a dancer and even though I'm a musician, I honestly got very involved in music more later in my life, you know, so the high school year. So there was nothing that stuck with me since childhood. And because of that, um, I had a really hard time kind of, um, (laughs) connecting, connecting, (laughs) you don't got to get that mad about it with that level of disappointment and frustration. Mm -hmm. Um, and so once again, it's nothing bad that anyone did. It's just I like to watch This Is Us because I connect and I didn't really connect to anything in this episode. Yeah, you know, Mary, I don't think you have to have that love of that one thing. For Like I started baseball when I was six, right? And yes, you're right. I loved it and it was something that I did for my entire life until I had to essentially learn how to walk again. Um. But I don't think that's necessary. I don't think that's a prerequisite to to connect to this episode, and I don't think it's a prerequisite to understand and appreciate this episode. I just don't think that it fits. I don't think what happened fits what they're trying to accomplish. But it does we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Give me okay. your great. Give me your great. And my great, I'm digging. The Mandy Moore, Miguel, Brining, bestie dynamic. (laughs) And I'm just really excited about Thanksgiving. Yes. Knowing that Thanksgiving is coming, I'm in. I'm ready to go. I'm I'm ready to go. All right. For me, my uh, good. I will say that, uh, you you know, you just... Throwing the iPad again. It's okay. It's only a $1,200 device. It's fine. Um, I will say that this episode feels like a true sequel to the first Our Little Island Girl. Yeah. It is not a continuation like um, some of these episodes are, like the part one, part two, part three episodes of This Is Us. It it felt like, okay – the first one 
the first Our Little Island Girl really stuck with Beth and how the dance affected her relationship with her family mm-hmm. and how th- it, it, it talked about the dancing career through the lens of family, through her mother and her father and all the expectations that went along with it. This one takes that and evolves that or transforms it into a different perspective, which is why I call it a true sequel, not a continuation because a continuation would have been still reflective on her parents. The sequel part of it is, it's through the lens of herself and her relationship with her teacher and how that um, colors her future actions. Uh, that is a sequel to me. That that takes a story and levels it up a, a notch, uh, and which is what I liked. The bad for me, though, was that while the first Our Little Island Girl was a true just deep dive into Beth and the dancing and everything, this one – it felt crammed. It felt shoehorned in, oddly enough. The, the, the Our Little Island Girl aspect of the episode felt like a secondary part to the episode. How, how can you have this episode and then pack so much of the Kevin, Madison, Toby, Elijah stuff into it? You pack big three stuff in it when you're not big three. What do you mean? Beth isn't the big three, man. So how can she emotionally compete with the viewer when you've got Kevin cheating on Sophie and Kevin losing Thanksgiving and yeah. Toby and Kate breaking up? Good point. And like, and I think this is this is like an affectation of the show itself rushing to get to its emotional endpoint for Beth. I think that it's going to be a beautiful episode to look back on when you do your rewatches of this is us i think um i think beth is beth is like a fine wine like you just really can savor her and she's got some complex notes yeah and um you know we get the big three we know the big three in and out oh yeah but she's got some fine tannins <laughs> you know the the and i'm gonna say this the legs the it's, legs it's on a wine beth, phrase for those of the you legs on know. beth very long so I'm just very great. Okay, please. <laughs> but the problem is, um, you're right, Mary. She can't compete with that as as a character, and that's why I find it difficult to invest myself in the ballet line in the ballet storyline because I feel like we've already gone there and done that, and I know that she becomes the head of this thing like she becomes the head or whatever it is of this ballet like academy yeah do i need her do i need the like i'm gonna go back and <laughs> discuss or or i'm gonna relitigate the the whole thing with my teacher again and and i'm gonna have this phone conversation with him later and that's what's gonna propel me to do the whole like, I don't know. I, I It'll be interesting to see what happens with Beth for the next few episodes. Because, yeah, how do, is this just for those of us who love Beth to get to know another layer of her? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, is this job going to impact her in a way that impacts her relationship with Randall? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that Beth 
has dedicated a lot of her energy and life to her kids and to Randall and to Randall's dreams. Yep. So it is rewarding to see that she gets to have a happy ending too. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously Rebecca had that wonderful speech that she gave to Beth. So does Beth have a moment with Rebecca where she thanks her and they get to have a bonding thing. So I'm just, I'm interested to see how it continues to play out or if it's just now we're closing the Beth chapter. I think that's what it is. And that's why I'm saying like, the show feels like they're closing the Beth chapter and they rushed to get there. Mm -hmm. And not only that, it felt like they didn't have enough to, to, to get there. So they had to cram in the Madison Kevin's other stuff with the Beth stuff to make it a full episode. And through that lens, Erica here says, maybe they're ending too early. Another season would have been great. I disagree with you, Erica. I think the amount of seasons they have is probably right. I think they probably should have been more efficient with their time in the earlier episodes of this season. Like they should, instead of spinning wheels early on, maybe they should have gotten to some of this stuff a little bit quicker. Um, I will say that this episode got like major hate from a lot of people and I don't see the need for that. Do we have a big three? Yeah, we got a big three feedback okay. here. So let's get to that, all right? And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! First one comes from Sydney in Atlanta, Georgia. She says, um, I was watching this episode during my lunch break today, crying into my sandwich box. The moment between Aww. Beth and her ballerina mini-me was beyond touching. And to see Tess and Annie glowing with pride only fueled the fire. The phone confrontation with Vincent was quite rewarding, too. I love to see Beth claim her power back as she stood up for herself and put those insecurities to bed. Then, to end cap the episode with the letter from Stacy, truly cemented the story and brought fresh tears to my eyes as soon as they had started drying up. Then, on the other side of the story, we've got the Kate-Kevin-Sophie juxtaposed against the Kate-Kevin-Madison storyline. And I loved seeing that Kate stand up to Kevin and also loved how he took it without really fighting back. It seems like there's some growth happening here, and I hope to get into that more in these final episodes. And while it was nice to see the initial sparks of the romance between Miguel and Rebecca, that plot line didn't do much for me overall. We all know this PTA guy is going away, so it seems silly to belabor the point we all have so much little time left. But I just I want to let you know that I really enjoyed this episode and want to rave about it. So 4.8 lemonades Yay. from me. So there you go. There's someone who loved it. All right. We got a voicemail. Here we go. So I wanted to discuss the most controversial topic of this episode. Okay. Thanksgiving. Now, I do realize that what she should do is let Kevin take the kids. But I'm actually proud of her. For being selfish. Oh. And I know how bad this sounds, but hear me out. Okay. She has been bending over backwards for the man since the no wedding. Okay. He's living in her house. He's there all the time. Well, he's not living in her house now, obviously, but he was living in her house. He's there all the time. Like, he's always there coming in unannounced when she's with elijah you know what i mean like that is beyond co-parenting that is personal space so i like he hasn't given her a chance to feel she has to make it comfortable for him all the time and it sucks 
And so I'm kind of proud of her for being like, forget you and your family. I want one day with just my kids and my guy who apparently loves me, even though whatever, he's only been there a little while, but I don't really care because he seems very good to her. My point is I am proud of her for just putting herself first, especially while the kids are still babies. They're not going to remember. Is it selfish? Yeah. But I think she's earned a right to be a little petty, considering <laughs> that she has had to squash her feelings so that Kevin has his comfortable blended family of civility. Like, I think if she's going to be petty, this is when you get to be petty when they're babies and have no memory of it. <laughs> so, yeah, like she's not obligated to give him the blended family where everybody is cool and great and the world revolves around the Pearsons. She's not with him. So she doesn't need to care about how his family feels. They can get a custody schedule. She can have her time. He can have his time. End of rant. <laughs> I, first of all, uh, thank you. That was great. Uh, uh, next time you call, please just let me know that your name and where she you're from. She doesn't want to. She wants to just be able to she, rant you know safely. What? Fair. Fair. Then make up a name. Just say ranter from whatever. Jane Doe. Yeah, Jane Doe. That was Jane Doe. Um, I will say this. I will say this. How and why they don't already have a custody schedule is a little weird to me. I, I, I find that a little odd. I mean, maybe they're not there yet, but still, nonetheless, a little weird. Great takes. Coming in I, with a contrarian take. Yeah. And I'm in on that. I'm not. You're not in on that? No, I'm proud of her for having her feelings, but I am not in on that take. Okay, fair enough. Kevin's mom is dying. <laughs> okay, they <sighs> are babies, so they won't remember. Why do you want to bring your babies to your new boyfriend's Thanksgiving? Okay, go and have sex without babies and let Kevin's dying mom have Thanksgiving with them. Maybe he can put the hat on them. And the mom will die happy telling Jack that his grandbabies uh, wore Pilgrim's hat, Pilgrim, Pilgrim Rick's hat. Yeah. I, you know what? This is a great debate to have, I think. It's a fair debate. And you know what? Kevin should just say, Cassidy, you can have them Christmas. You're an Outlander fan. You can have them Yule. You can have, <laughs> you can have a have New Year's. Yule. Thanksgiving's my time. It's my time down here. She doesn't even care. You can have them during Samhain, okay? Seriously. <laughs> All right, we got one more. Here we go. Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Isabella from Brazil. Hi, Isabella. I have listened to, listened to you guys for a while. I think that this episode is the worst episode. All right. <sighs> I am not a big fan of the dancing storyline but this was awful i think the <laughs> title of the episode refers to actually the worst part of it i think the other parts didn't have anything to do with the storyline but they weren't as bad as the main storyline uh the good for me was kevin i think in other situations similar to this he would be more mature and this this time he actually shows a little bit of maturity um, my good would my bad would actually be the exposition that wasn't handled well in best storyline. I think when they explained the project she was she was doing to us mm -hmm. 
in the beginning. I mean, it was a bad part. And I think he, that phone call at the end was awful. There was nothing realistic about it. I think her first confrontation with the, the guy from dancing was realistic, but the second one was not. And the great was Kate's relationship with Sophie. I think it's good that we get to see more of that and get to see how they stopped remaining friends. So it's Nope, looks like we got cut off there. I would have called my teacher. Yeah, I know you would have. Yeah, I that, think that's that's like, a guarantee you would have. That's a Gryffindor man. Oh man! All right, so if you guys, uh, if if all your friends are watching the podcast, you can see Mary struggling right now. She is again. At- this is why I occasionally ask Blake, "Can we please just make an audio based podcast just for a little while?" <laughs> so here, no, just keep. We can do it. No, no, no. So it's here, just our friends watching. Here's what I'm just gonna know say. that I wish I could just be doing this audio right now. So here's what I'm going to say to you. We are going to talk about the main points of this episode. Okay. We are not going to dive in like we normally do. He says, uh, want to know what long COVID looks like. This is what it that, looks that's like. That's exactly what it is. If you want to see what long COVID looks like, go to the YouTube Just channel. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'm going to say, Mary. Um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to run through some of this stuff and then we're going to, um, then we're going to cut okay. this one a little bit short. Can I do, can you do me a favor? Yes. Do we need to talk about Beth at all? No, I think we're done with Beth. Check. Hey, can I have some beef? Yeah, what do you got for beef? Why is there no mention of Deja going to Boston? That's some serious She's under beef. the table. The way that that episode left off was like, that's going to be a problem. That like Nothing. That is Chekhov's gun. That is the thing that has been introduced in the beginning portion of this season. That better pay off. She should have had a text from him. There was not even a mention of Malik. I don't need like a five minute thing. Yep. But just like have her take a picture of Beth and say like Malik, I'm really proud of my mom yeah. or something. You know what I mean? It, it, Just to like show us, oh yeah, we wasted your time in Boston. Yeah. It, hopefully it's not. So, so I need to just get that off my chest, and I still love Annie. Annie wins the best <laughs> just, kid award. Just showing up, just doing her thing, man. Little, little, just uh, happy. Little sunshine. Little Peggy, just showing up. Hey, and, Peggy. Um, here's what I will say about the Beth thing, real quick. I agree that the calling was a little over the top for me. The fact that he just happened to be there it's you at that do time, it, you wouldn't and call. he like he did all that. I just I don't know. It, it was a lot, a lot of stuff. That would to happen make to me happen. if I called. Oh, just goodness. like how when I got my COVID results and I was in my mom's apartment, some lady walked in. Yeah, that lady. I yelled at her because I thought she was a burglar and she was deaf. She couldn't hear me. <laughs> huh? And I was ye- yelling at her. Huh? my god you're not funny you're not funny and um, i just kept screaming i have covid you must leave <laughs> and she was there trying to water my mom's plants because my mom's in florida <coughs> that would happen to me if i were to call my teacher to rat it like yell at him because i call i i call my old t- professor i, I leave yeah. messages i know i would do that i know i know so i don't worry. There are people in this world, friends, who would call their dance instructor when they have a momentous occasion. I just wrote one of my old bosses a thank you card. You did. Because I thought I had some moments and I thought that guy was actually a really good boss. And yeah. I, he probably never gets told that. So not only do people like Beth send bad into the world, they send good into the world, too. Uh, another question I have about this is. Loves or wine? Is Goran Vizhnik, as much as I'm out on Goran Vizhnik, is he wrong? No. 
I don't think he's wrong at all either. He's also dipped in formaldehyde. Never changes. <laughs> hasn't changed since 1997. Just mm-hmm. the same. Um, they, they had to add gray into his hair <laughs> just so it looked like he aged. No, is he wrong when he says, Beth, I'm not your parent. I'm there to make sure you're at your best. And I'm sorry, but I'm there to make you a star. You're not a star anymore. You know what I heard? What? You. <laughs> Are you telling me Gordon Vishnick and I are more alike than I care to admit? That would be your response. It's actually 100% correct. If some kid ever told you that you like dashed his baseball dreams as his coach because of a reaction you made. I, I'm that's sorry. That's what you would say. It's, that's just the way that it is. So any of you watching, basically the Beth and dance teacher conversation gives you more insight to the people that Blake and I are. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I know. Veronica here says, and she has a, a dancing background uh, with her with her daughter. She says on Facebook, that occasion was also terrible. The sitting on the floor with a dancer was incredibly cringy. Mary, your thoughts on Beth sitting with the dancer on the floor? Okay. So that dancer wasn't like incapacitated having the biggest panic attack where she couldn't move. Mm -hmm. So as a teacher, I would have closed the curtain and spoken with her or helped her like close the curtain and had taken her off stage and still had that moment. But if my teacher did that to me and made me sit in that stage even longer, I wouldn't really handle it that way. But I, I don't know. Rachel on Facebook says it would be more believable if it just was a non-working number and Beth had to say all that stuff out loud to just get yes. it into the universe. I'd like that too. I would agree too. I would if so that. When you write those letters and you burn them. Yes. Or you're like me and you actually mail them. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just did one as a matter of fact. I know it's because so. I told you to. <laughs> well, well, Wait, you sent it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wouldn't have agreed with that one. Wait, why not? I I told you I was going to. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Wait, no wait, hold on. No, 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 no. I haven't sent it yet. You listeners, did he just make you think that he sent a letter? I I did he word it in a way that made you think he sent like a very No, I meant like I, I wrote it out. I knew I, you wrote it. And I intend on saying to sending it out. I thought you said, are you going to send it? Oh my God, I just can't. You just gave me a heart attack. Oh, no, yeah. I'm going to be that little girl on stage. (laughs) Can't move. Mary, you and I, I will sit with you in front of all these people until they all leave our stream. Okay. (laughs) Rebecca and Miguel, don't really need to get into it because whatever. We know the ending. Okay. Luke, I am your father. Ruined the ending. I know what happens. Rebecca and Miguel end up together. What I am here for, I am so here for, is to see how Mark messes it up. Matt, what's his name? Matt, PTA Matt. Yeah, I am so excited. Like, does like what can he do that is so bad that Rebecca doesn't want to date him after Thanksgiving? Yes, something is going to happen. Okay, so. With PTA Matt. What could it be? Ready? Let's just play worst case scenario. Let's be a Pearson. (laughs) You you want worst case scenario? Yep, I've got one that is even worse than yours. Okay, no you don't. I do. (laughs) No you don't. No, you don't. I promise you, you don't. Oh, no. Okay, what? Does he die during dinner? Does he make a racist joke against Hispanics? Nope. While Miguel's there? He unzips it, takes it out, puts it on the table. Okay. 
Yep. Stirs stir, oh, Blake. Well, this is a f- stirs the gravy with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you went very different. See? Worst case scenario. You asked for worst case, I gave you some worst case. He could you know what I was thinking, like wouldn't it be so bad as making a racist joke or um, you know, dying? I thought he could make like a bad burning the house down joke. Oh, that's bad. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like he starts singing burning down the house. <laughs> or something like something catches on fire and he's like, wow, you're really lucky you didn't burn this house down. Yeah. Like not knowing. <laughs> In front of all the kids. That one's great, like, right? Like Miggy burns the turkey. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like something like, oh no, I left the bread in the oven. That's what the smoke is. And he's like, we better oh. not burn the house down. <laughs> Someone's going to save the dog. Like not knowing. <laughs> Watch out, K.O. Egan. Coming for you. <laughs> Stop. I actually am coughing. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. So there's man. our worst case scenario. Did anyone contribute scenario. something I can't see because my headache's so bad? Uh, no. Uh, actually, Rachel says nobody talks about him, so it can't be anything memorable. <sighs> that or it is so memorable they choose to not talk about well, it. Well, he doesn't die. I don't think he croaks. <laughs> like he chokes on a chicken bone or a turkey <gasps> Does bone. Does he or try to put on the hat? Oh, that's a good one. And then Kate loses it. Nope. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. I don't have time for this. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so let's talk about the Kevin Madison, Kate, and having that juxtaposed against the Kevin Sophie Kate thing. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say that ruins the whole storyline for me. Oh. The retcon. The retcon of Thelma and Louise into this story. At no point at any episode at all if in This Is Us history – has Thelma and Louise ever been referenced? Are you sure? 100 guaranteed fracking percent. That has never once been mentioned. And all of a sudden, I'm ready. I'm supposed to be here and, and buy the fact that they're, they're in love with Thelma and Louise and she's Wanna Louise know why? and I would she's believe it. Thelma. I'll tell you why. Why? Because Kate, Kevin, and Sophie, movie lovers. If this was movie a, lovers. If this was a Princess Bride reference, if it was like... You know, I, I should have been your Andre no, the Giant. girls don't watch The Princess Bride together and think that, like, who am I? There's only freaking Buttercup. Okay, there's only one Buttercup. Girls don't pretend. You know what they watch? They, t- they talk about Thelma and Louise, and they talk about that movie where the girls were in the 70s, and then they were in the, where they're older, and Rosie O'Donnell was one of the kid, the adults. Do you remember this movie? And there were four girls, and they <laughs> yes. ride their bikes, and it's yes. the 70s. Yes. What's the meme of that movie? Oh, I can't remember now. Oh, give me a second. People are screaming Christina Ritchie's in it, and all the girls. That's what you do when you're a girl. You say, like, oh, you know, would you be Thelma, or would you be, you know... Louise, and then they watch this Rosie O'Donnell, Christina Ritchie movie. Would you be that one, or would you be that one? Oh, now and then. Now and then. Now and then. Friends, back me up. <laughs> okay, I'm surprised. You no, know, and there was only two of them, so it's not oh, my like goodness. like Melanie Griffith, Kate and exactly Kate and Sophie. It wasn't a foursome. Okay, it's not like they had lots of people. It's just Kate and Sophie, so they're not going to say like which character are Demi you in now and then. I forgot yes. that she was in that. That's movie. what I'm saying, man. Man, Rita if there were Wilson. more kids, if they had a bigger friend group, like if Kate actually had friends in this show, then they might say that they're those characters. But because there's only two. That's when you see like that's what. That's right. I forgot. Two. Christina Ricci was was that's what I said. Booby trap was uh, was the Rosie O'Donnell character. I, I f- know. I forgot. Holy smokes! I just said it. Wow. 
Okay. So that's, that's what intense. I'm saying. I'm saying you would see it that way, but there's only one girl character really in The Princess Bride. It's Buttercup. Yeah, whatevs. Whatevs. No, and it's not like Sophie's not going to be like. Yeah, but I'm still. If there was some kind of reference at all to Thelma and Louise, I'd be in on that. The problem is the fact. The fact is they're trying to create this tension between the the three the two relationships. I'm sorry, the three relationships shared between generations and they're just it's just not there and I, I think it was a, a big stretch to make for from kate potentially ruining a marriage to kate not backing up kevin about thanksgiving i just i find that a little bit of a stretch for me and it was hard to, it was hard to take seriously i think that kate vouching for madison this time it's because kate's like girl power Boys, boys drool and girls rule right now. She's not happy with her husband. When you're not happy with your partner, you're often skewed. All right. Uh, last thing I want to talk about. Actually, there are two more things I want to talk no? about. What? That Kate's not on Kevin's team for this? <sighs> She's always on his team. Why is she not on his team now all of a sudden? It's a good point. I think it's because she's tired, she's crabby, and she's having marital issues. Because oh, Kate well, has yeah. always had his back. That's, that's a fair point. So that's actually that leads into one of the things I want to talk about. The whole Toby, how they're handling Toby and now especially in light of if Kevin being there. I yep. think they're doing Toby I think they're doing Toby dirty. I think all of us could appreciate that Kevin's loud playing his guitar. Kevin was rude with his guitar. He was rude. There's Granted, one of the babies is deaf. The other baby isn't deaf. Kate's probably trying to sleep. You know Toby's working. And even after Toby says, please stop playing, Kevin strums again. Yeah, like a little. Who little. Can, it's still, it's, it's being a jerk. I know, but I, I, but regardless, I still think they're doing Toby dirty. The way that they're treating his character, like all of a sudden he's on Because we only and- see it through the big three eyes, and that's what's tough. We only see it through the big three's eyes. Think about everyone when they're getting a busy job. I'm not saying I like Toby. I'm not saying I want him to work out with Kate. And I also don't appreciate that Toby doesn't realize that Kevin, as you know, yeah. a person in recovery who's just essentially like not gotten married. Hold on, there, there is there is one clarification okay. I want to make. Some of our listeners here that are watching us, yeah. uh, the baby is blind, not deaf. Oh my gosh, thank you. It's it's, it's the COVID fog, oh ladies and gents. Gosh. It's COVID. Of course, fog. he's not deaf. He's a musician. <laughs> so see, he's keeping up the ba- both babies. Um, uh, well, a, a person. Wow, could... that just happened to my brain. Yes, it did. <sighs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> I want to be like the "Don't Do Drugs" commercial. <laughs> Don't get COVID. Well, you got it, and you're uh, fine. That's true. Yeah, nothing happened to you. Should I come out with like a, a frying pan? Put the eggs in it. This <laughs> Don't is your... be Mary. <laughs> this is your brain. On COVID. No, because it's not for everyone but <laughs> it's me. It's just dry ice and the smoke comes up. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Lastly. Um, you were saying they don't, they're doing Toby wrong. I think they're, doing, saying, I think they're doing Toby dirty. I think that if people. Well, it's because once again, we're supposed to see things through the big three's eyes. Yeah. Yes, but that still doesn't mean that we have to what agree What breaks with them up? Worst case scenario. <sighs> this is all I can handle with this brain. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Is it the whole like, you know, Jack Jack banging his head against the grill thing? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. Never mind. Move on. I hate this worst case scenario. Involves <laughs> a kid. All right. Um. Lastly, Elijah. 
Let's just get. Let's just talk about Elijah. You hate Elijah, so just I do what out, you need to I'm do. I'm out on Elijah. You know what? People were out on you. I think I, that's fine. They can be out on me. Elijah didn't mean. In fact, if you. they if they weren't out on Elijah on, yeah. on me, then we wouldn't have a podcast. Okay, great. <laughs> so I think the whole like, I think the show was trying to play off the like you're going to be waiting a long time thing as like this big romantic moment, and I didn't take it that way. I took it as a show saying, if any of you are still shipping Madison and Kevin, you're on the wrong course. And I also just take it as, you don't really need to care about Madison. We're telling you to care about Beth. Yep. But we don't really care if you care about Madison. Yeah. Okay? She can just go have her happy little Thanksgiving with some guy you don't care about. Just know that she's happy. Yeah. He's just too comfortable. Buddy, just, just let Madison have a happy ending. Okay, that's all I'm saying is let her ha- have a nice little bow. Girlfriend deserves it. That's mm-hmm. what I think the show is trying to do right. is saying Madison's not a big deal. Okay, Move please on. stop thinking that she's going to come back just because she's got a gorgeous robe and her hair looks super cute <laughs> and it's not believable at all that she's a mom of twin babies. But it's all good. It's all good. Just know she ends up happy because she's had a rough life. We, <sighs> and we do appreciate that Is, for her. Isabella on Facebook says they're making Toby to be something he never was. I think they're making Toby to see how Kate sees him at this point. Okay. And as the empath that I am, I can just say that sucks. Sucks to be in a bad re- relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think Toby's doing anything wrong. Speaking of Toby, well, no. I don't think he's doing anything wrong. I think people I don't can think he's fall doing, out of love. That's what I'm. Well, that's what I'm saying. People need to stop making but the up way the way that the the writers are crafting that story. I think they're doing Toby dirty in that story. I think Kate needs to speak up and say, "Hey, our relationship isn't going that well." If Kevin's the one that has to tell Toby that Kate doesn't like him walking around the house with his earpods, that's Kate's fault. Good point. Good point. Listen, Beth Randall would have said the same thing. She would take a big swig of that wine oh, and said, I was just going to say. <laughs> Baby girl, Kate, as your sister-in-law, I got to just tell you. <clears throat> yep. Kevin is not an owl. Okay? I'm not an owl. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. You got a problem with the earpods. You go tell your man you got a problem with the earpods. All right. You uh, ready for, you got anything else to say about this episode? No. Ready for in or out? Just said PTO Matt might die. <laughs> no, no, that, that's the hot take. You're ready for in or out? Yeah. Okay, here we go. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, ready? In or out on Emerald Lagasse. Out. I'm out too. He's from Fall River, Massachusetts, by the way. You know that? I believe it. He is from Fall River. I love our people. Um, in or out on Turkey Brine. I'm in. I'm in too. But you know what I've decided? I'm, I'm no longer using turkey brine. I know you don't. You never have. No, I've used I've used oh, turkey brine before. When? What before my my newest discovery? Before my newest discovery. You didn't do a three day Emerald Lagasse brine. I didn't do a three day Emerald you didn't Lagasse even, like, brine. Day. I know. I did a day. I did a day worth. More like a half a day. But yeah, I did no. a half. No, I did a brine. You like put a little stuff a, on top of it. I did a brine. Uh, I did a brine. No, you ordered dinner. No. Yes, abso- you did. For Thanksgiving? Yes, we had it catered. Absolutely not. I've been frying our turkey now <laughs> for the for, for the past seven years. When we had it in the apartment? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't making my turkey in the apartment. Yeah, we ordered it. 
I'm talking about like the most. I've, I've We've done been a brine. Since we have fried our turkey, I try to brine, Marvin. That's not like long brine. That's like Yeah, painting. I told you it was like a half a day. Okay. What I'm trying to get at here is my latest discovery is adobo. I, I'm out. Just put put adobo on the turkey. And adobo, fry it. adobo on a, on a turkey is phenomenal. Guys, skip this. Skip this Emerald Lagasse three day stuff. Get rid of that. Get the nonsense giant tub of adobo and just pour it on. Don't even be liberal. Don't even be liberal. Just take half the bottle and throw it right on that bad boy. <laughs> it's very good. And it's so good, especially if you're frying it. Adobo is. Where it's at for turkey. Okay? Just throwing that no, out I there. Mashed ha- potatoes. Hashtag not a sponsor. Uh, in or out on studio audiences for television. Out. Yeah, I'm out on it. I too. would never want to be one. I hate nope. like I hate when you pan to the studio audience and yep. you can tell like mm-hmm. the clothes they had to wear mm-hmm. and they're all jumping up and down and they laugh too late and yep. it's so awkward. Yep. Don't tell me when to laugh. I like theater. But I don't like televised studio audiences. And then you have to like, yeah, you have to tell them when to laugh or if something goes wrong, you still have to do it again. Then it's inauthentic. Yep. No, just out. I do think that it's cool from the perspective of you can see what it's like to film a show. Mm -hmm. But I would almost like it behind like a pane of glass. Kind of like the rotating scene from Jurassic Park with Dino DNA. Yes, absolutely. I'll I'll take that. Me too. Best exposition ever put to film right there. Dino DNA. Uh, In a route on the show King of the Hill. Out. Love that show. I bet you did. I was such a big fan of that show. That's great. It was it was very funny. I watched then and now. <laughs> In or out for uh, beer at dinner. If you're having pizza. Even then, I, I think I'm out. I think beer is a thing that you enjoy separately from dinner. Dinner is when you have a nice cocktail or you have some water or you have a soda. What, have, what, have, what if you want a cider? Cider I can do. Okay. Cider I can do. Can't do beer. I don't want to do beer at dinner. It's too much. Way too many things happen. I mean, Kevin's having his beer whenever, whenever and wherever, right? What do you mean? Are you talking about Kevin drinking beer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying Kevin will drink it whenever. Yeah, dinner, I know, but I'm saying but just the specific application of beer at dinner. Right now. Okay. Um, listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fussy when it comes to bevies. I am. I'm very fussy. I know you are. Uh, I'm the girl. Literally, friends, it's not even just just out, like adult bevies. Yeah. When I sit down, I need like four glasses of water. Yes, that's 100% true. I will drink anything liquid. I, I literally drink the same thing at breakfast every single time, and it's the same exact process. I start with a coffee before I have my food. You're supposed to start with water. Mm-mm-mm. I start with a coffee, then I move, and when I get my food, Mm-hmm. I move on to orange juice. Okay. And then when I have my sweet afterwards, I'm back on coffee again. You have a dessert at breakfast? Yeah, pancakes, French toast. Every day? Well, not every day, you hoop. I'm talking like when we go out to breakfast. <sighs> You're too much. <laughs> All right, in or out? In or out on Thelma and Louise? Out. Really? It's not a merry movie. Wow. What? Directed by Ridley Scott, as a matter of fact. The same guy who directed Gladiator. Yeah. And, you know. Um, that's fine. Thelma and Louise. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not for me. Wow. Okay. All right. Why would you think it's a me movie? I just, you know, the whole like holding the hand thing after driving off the cliff together and... What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? No, oh, not my right. style. In or out on dance recitals? Come on. Out. Yeah, way out. I want nothing to do with it. 
dance recitals are the worst, especially when you get to pay for the tickets to go to the dance, oh dance recital. That's the worst. When they made us pay for our child who oh, danced. That's right. Oh my God. I forgot about that. They made us pay for our kid. Because he was a boy, and they only had dressing rooms in the back for a girl. And I said, this is very sexist, sexist. and yep. if this was a sports organization where there was one female player, would you expect her to have to pay for the game because she couldn't go to the locker room? And they said, that's different. Mm. <sighs> we didn't go back to that dance Yeah, we studio. were done with that place. We were done. <laughs> that place sucks. All right, in or out on brunch. I'm in. I love brunch. Me too. Brunch is the best. I especially love brunch after I've had my first breakfast. Yeah. Yes, that's true. You know what I can really do alcohol? Because when I eat a brunch and it's technically my second breakfast and Blake doesn't know, what do I get at the diner? When you guys are all getting pancakes, what am I getting? Shepherd's pie. I'll get shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. That just happened last weekend. And they were like, you wait, what, the, la- the, ra- the waitress is like, wait, wait, you want shepherd's pie? <laughs> I, wait, wait. Was that a mistake? No, Mary's like, no, no, I want Shepard's Pie. I was like, I saw it on the special Took board. like an hour and a half to get our breakfast because they had to, they had to mash the freaking potatoes. They weren't ready. <laughs> it's freaking nine in the morning. We're getting Shepard's Pie. <laughs> it wasn't nine. The, people, the, the cook came out looking at you like, are you out of your mind, lady? He's ready for my savory. <laughs> Shepard's Pie. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I was meant to eat in this country. I was uh, meant to have like a very savory breakfast like they do in, in other countries. You know what I love about brunch? My favorite part of brunch? What? Mimosa. Oh, that's not your favorite part. It absolutely is my favorite part of brunch. You like never really, no. We don't even go to places that serve mimosa. Sure we, we, serve, we go to places that serve shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we carry on? Yes. All right. Uh, in or out on overbearing coaches? I don't even, um, yeah, I don't really do that. Okay. Mary's out. No, I don't do overbearing coaches. All right. In or out on bread pudding. I'm not nice to those people. No, you're not. <laughs> in or out bread pudding. Very in. Yeah. You are too. If it's covered in caramel. If it's covered in caramel, I'm in. I know you are. If it ain't covered in caramel, I don't want to eat soggy bread. Oh, I do. Oh, it's so gross. It's so good. Soggy bread is the hashtag the worst. Makes you take a mashed potatoes, which I want right now. <laughs> I'll make you some mashed potatoes. We I'll just, we we'll just go to the diner tomorrow morning. Get <laughs> <laughs> on top it's of my the, shepherd's hey, pie. It's the shepherd's pie lady. She's here again. <laughs> <laughs> They're making an extra special batch right now. Get the beef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, Is let's, that the last one? Yeah, it's the last one. You got a hot take? No. All right, I got a hot take. Matt's going to ruin dinner. He's going to talk about dead. He ain't going to unzip. Burns house. No, Blake, we're done with that. Oh, All my right. God. My hot take is this. They're making too big of a dig- big deal out of this Elijah thing. I'm not sure. I don't what... think they're making that big of a deal of it at all. It's a thing. It's I think a thing. that it's just a wish. I think it's like the go, the wishing Frodo well as he goes on the ship. Okay, it's just goodbye. <laughs> In one of the fifty endings of Return of the King. No, that's like the real ending. No, it's until not. Sam gets his girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. And then they got three other endings after that. Okay. <laughs> exactly, Blake. This is just one of the endings. <laughs> I think that he Elijah eventually does something to push Madison to get back into Kevin's arms. That's why they're so friendly. Oh my God, you can't make up your mind. 
I'm not saying you want everyone with Kevin. I'm you not, want it to be no, no, a polyamorous. No. Is that the word? Polygamist, Polygamist relationship. Polyamorous. <laughs> polyamorous. Nothing. That is a word you have made up. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> this is what happens with long COVID, oh ladies God. and gents. This All is right. why I can't podcast live. All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's close this bad boy out. Here we go. <laughs> All right, I'll take it for you, Mary. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for being with us and dealing with Mary, making up words like polyamorist and having fun with that. Thank you so much. Go to maryandblake.com to check out all the great podcasts that we have. And if you want to get in touch, uh, check us out on all the social medias. And, of course, as Mary just pointed to, go to the Mary and Blake store where you can get a bunch of great things and especially Outlander stuff. If you're watching this live, Remember that Outlander comes back tomorrow. Mary and I will be having a podcast on Monday evening, breaking down the premiere of Outlander. Very excited. The return of Outlander cast. Uh, Some say the crown jewel of Mary and Blake Media. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe it is. Anyway, my name is Blake. My name is Mary. This is us two. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Listen. 